This modern day parable is called the evangelical big brother. A couple tentatively entered the church, a bit surprised that the doors were open on a weekday afternoon. As they went into the sanctuary, they spied a man in overalls running a vacuum. Are you the janitor? Asked one of the visitors, trying to speak loudly enough to be heard over the vacuum. The man looked up at them and removed his AirPods from his ears. What? The janitor asked in a loud voice before rolling his eyes and stepping on the vacuum on and off switch. Sorry, what were you asking? He asked the two men. The two men were nervously clutching hands, wondering what this person, likely a Christian, would think of them. After all, these two men had recently been married to one another. The second man eyed the huge cross hanging in the front of the baptistry, knowing what that had meant to him in the past, and he summoned his courage to respond. My husband asked if you were the janitor here, he said with a shaky voice, and if you could tell us how we could speak to the pastor. The man looked them up and down for a moment. It seemed like a long time, and each of the two visiting men considered if they might need to make a run for the door before they got attacked by this evangelical pastor or the evangelical God struck them with lightning. Suddenly the janitor's face lit with a big smile. Yes, I am the janitor, said the man, reaching out his hand and greeting. I also happen to be the pastor of this church and I'm the accountant and the event planner, he laughed. The two men felt their breath relax at the friendly response. Apparently, there would be no lightning hitting them today. None of the three noticed the other person in the room who ducked back into the hallway after seeing the two men arrive hand in hand. That person was a regular attendee at this church, and he decided to listen intently from his perch of privacy. Sir, we haven't been to church in years, and we miss it so much, began the first man. Would we be welcome here on a Sunday morning? Yes, shouted the janitor pastor, and he quickly embraced both men in a strong hug. He felt their stiffness, and he realized he needed to compose himself and back off. Sorry, he said, seeing new people who want a spiritual com uh, community tends to make me so excited, said the pastor as he wiped his brow with the back of his hand. Please come. If you come Sunday, I'll bring coffee and bagels for you and then I'll buy you both lunch afterwards so I can hear your story. Oh, we don't need that much kindness, pastor, one man began. Nonsense, came the pastor's loud interruption. When someone's been gone from a community of faith for a long time and they come home, that is a time for celebration. Now it was the two men who hugged the pastor as tears began to run down their cheeks. They made plans for their visit to the church that coming Sunday. As the men waved goodbye, the church attendee who was hiding back in the hallway, a lifelong, loyal evangelical, poked his head around the corner. Pastor, how could you? The evangelical asked. The pastor jumped, surprised by his attendee's presence. How could I what? Asked the janitor pastor. Why are you celebrating those two men coming to a church service? They are an abomination to God. And by the way, you've never brought coffee and bagels for me to come to church or told me you would take me to lunch 
as a reward for coming. The janitor pastor looked at the ground before making eye contact with a member of his church. You've been here all these years and have all the benefits and privilege of being a part of this church. Why would you be angry about those two men coming to be with us? I don't want to be in any church that welcomes those people, said the attendee. Then you might want to rethink if this church is the one for you. For those people have been made outcasts by Christianity for far too long. It took a ton of courage for them to come and ask if it would be safe for them to be here Sunday morning. And 2,000 times the Bible commands that we as followers of Christ seek justice for the poor, the foreigner, the outcast or the marginalized like the queer community or the Islamic community and the widow, or in other words, the economically disadvantaged. Yet you don't want to follow that command, but instead mistranslate a few passages of the Bible to give you reason to exclude and become one who marginalizes rather than one who loses a reputation sitting with the outcast, as Jesus did. Sadly, you are truly what it means these days to be evangelical with the heart of the prodigal's condemning, exclusive big brother. The end.